Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo, this is MC Quest. Hi, I'm Ernie Hudson. Hi, I'm Tony Moore. I am David Mack. I'm Nick Spencer. This is Ethan Van Skybro. This is Brian Shale Glass. This is Jason Burroughs. This is Arthur Saddam. Chris G. Russo. This is Nick Berucci with Dynamite Entertainment, president and publisher. You are listening to Superfly Comics and Games. The Superfly Podcast. The Superfly Podcast. The Superfly Podcast on the Panels on Pages Network. The Superfly Video Games and Comic Book Podcast. The Superfly Podcast on the Panels on Pages Network. Network. Superfly podcast on the Panels on Pages Network. We're the best, we're the beautiful, we're the only. This is the best podcast on all the internet. If you don't believe me, then you're an asshole. What is up, everybody? This is episode number 229 of the official Superfly Comics and Games podcast. I am Thatcher E. Cleveland, coming at you from the Superfly Embassy in Chicago, Illinois, and joining me as they do every Monday right here on the PanelsOnPages.com podcast network are the fine, super fine gentlemen of Superfly Comics and Games in Yellow Springs, Ohio, and we are here... Uh, pretending like everything is going completely normal and okay, uh, and giving you that virtual comic shop experience, uh, talking comics, talking movies, talking rumors, talking whispers, talking numbers, talking all kinds, a lot of, a lot of interesting stuff, we hope, so far in 2015, at least that's sort of interesting to us, hopefully... It is interesting to you, and uh, he is making his return to the program in 2015. I feel like it's been forever since he's been on here, but that's just because we've missed a couple weeks. But he is Dr. Dr. The Real King Travis, DDS, PhD, slash, dot, gov. Travis, what's up, man? How are you doing? I set fire to the rain. And yourself, occasionally. Um, And yourself. maybe that lady's car. I don't know. Hey, she learned. (laughs) She she (laughs) gets. That's what you get. That's like pouring beer on ice over ice and drinking it. I so it's just a, a thing Dad. that's delicious that you should do? I don't You don't you, you don't put you beer, don't on, put ice. beer on ice? Yeah. No. <laughs> you're smoking out of like an electronic cigarette and you're gonna tell me like that's not even that's not real. How about that? Listening to this is like listening to this QVC arguing about whether or not the is a star or a planet. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, step your fucking game up, Isaac Mizrahi. I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, I saw that, that headline, and I was like, well, it's a bunch of, like, no-name knuckleheads. And then it's like, no, no, Isaac I was like, Jesus, like, that's a known millionaire. This guy's a known fucking millionaire. Well, he didn't make his millions, obviously, knowing if the moon is a planet or a star. It's neither. They have a whole. They have a word for what sort of celestial body the moon is. It's called a moon. Yeah. Cosmos two. Speaking of the moon, he is. I don't know. I got nothing for Moon and Tony Barry and owner of Superfly Comics and Games, uh, and you know him not being a fake a fake boss and full of pipe and hot sauce. Um, Tony, what's up, man? How are you doing? Yeah, Viva there you go. Viva La Moon. Bringing it back. There we're bringing it back in 2015. That's what we're Viva doing. Viva La Moon! Also, you, you said hot sauce, and you just reminded me. Uh, have you seen the, the, the Frank's Red Hot no. commercial? No, the no, new we're not, commercial no, we're not going to talk about that. We're, uh, no, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. You had your one. That's one. You had oh one this episode. One insane derailment. We got it done already. We're like five <laughs> minutes in. We got it done already. Like that's that's great. Oh. I'm so happy to have you back on the program. But uh, <laughs> no, Bill. But seriously, no, but seriously Google I need shit. you to stop. <laughs> seriously, seriously. You're telling yeah, people we to have watch advertising. We have, we have company, and I need you to stop. And speaking of company, he is, uh, oh man, I, fucking, sitting yeah, on the plastic. On the, why not? He's sitting on the plastic. <laughs> Kelly Harris of Lost Souls of World of Wonders in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Kelly, how's it going, man? How are you doing? Why am I, I know, I, I get that one because it's you... like, it's a couch that has plastic on it to make it look nice. Are you worried I'm no, going to wet the couch been, or something? You've never been in the home of a crazy person that puts plastic on their furniture. It's like, it's like in the good living room. Like there's the den and then there's like okay. the good living room for company. This one, I, I got to give him a pass on this one. This one actually, I can follow. Yeah. This is like when Martian Manhunter like <laughs> fucks up his brain to like know how the Joker thinks. It's like sometimes I have to do that to interpret for Travis. <laughs> and this time it worked out for me. I don't know about like the hot sauce thing or whatever the fuck he was talking about before. It's done. We're not talking about. No, we're we're not oh, talking about my it. God. Anymore. I literally think that one was you said hot sauce and it reminded yeah, me exactly. of the commercial. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, it's, it's like dangling. It's like <laughs> it's word I wonder if I get like a laser pointer, like a cat, if Travis is gonna run around the room with it. We're. Yeah, C2E2 exactly. 2015, red, come on the, out, see what yeah, happens. Yeah, the laser pointer challenge. Uh, Yo, you're, you're, the you're laser pointer don't challenge. Don't give me this, I don't know if I'm going to show up in 2000. Uh, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear what... I'm there's, not going to show up in There's two things I don't want to hear on this episode. One, the hot sauce commercial again. Even though I've... Now at this point, <laughs> I have brought it up more than anyone else. And so I'm mad that you've done this to me. But two... You started it with the hot sauce! <laughs> no one mentioned it! I mentioned the hot sauce! You're on some other fucking planet with a hot sauce commercial! This is a, supposed to be a podcast about comic books! It's, it's the mood, it's the mood. Oh it's my god, yeah. 
Whew, this is so this is someone's Look, first episode saying. listening to this program and they're like, What the fuck is this show? I have <laughs> That guy's geez, really he's really something, I'll tell you what. Um yeah, there's a lot there's a lot going on, sort of like it's low key busy this week. Like you wouldn't know it, but there's kind of like a lot of little things to talk about. Um and we didn't necessarily cover this before the show, but uh, let's let's get into it real quick, though. Tony, what we got any Superfly news? What's uh, what's what's going on? What's coming up? What's uh, what's the haps? This is news. Uh, we just had a pre-release for the new set today, the new Magic set. That was that was some. That was some startlingly well-attended uh, Magic Tournament, is what it was. I was not expecting it to be uh, very popping, and then it fact, in fact, was, was popping. It, was it also And not lying? stopping? Uh, well, it alternately stopped or locked. Alright, that's good. I'm glad, we're, I'm glad we're getting to the bottom of that this year. It's important. I think at some point, something dropped. Oh, <laughs> as if it would, would could it possibly have been uh, too hot? No, no, okay. No, is that too hot to handle? Yeah, or too cold to hold. I don't know. We should call someone and see if they're in control. Oweo, oweo. Hey, you know it's fun. Let's get my wife addicted to crack. And then also throw out the receipts so that when she asks to, for people to show them to her, no one can find them. <laughs> I normally file all these things meticulously, but these receipts, I'm going to throw them away. I feel like that would have been a good time to end the show with the <laughs> I Love Lucy closing music. <laughs> She's dead, folks. I'm so happy that Kelly knows the theme. I knew it. I just did. I just It warms my soul. And then, and then you end with Whitney. <laughs> you got some splaining to do. <laughs> Why are you non-responsive in a bathtub? <laughs> it was a pool. Oh boy! Oh boy! I think so. Was it? it was a pool. Was it a pool? No, it no, was Rodney a bathtub. King was the pool. Yeah, Rodney King died in a bath. <laughs> yeah, oh, get it right, Tad. Right. I apologize, pools. Um. Wow. Uh, so I guess no, we can come back. <laughs> we can recover from this. You just keep going as if us idiots weren't just talking about nonsense for five minutes. I am defensively yeah, drinking that's because fair. you fools. That's fair. Let's be honest. We've been talking about nonsense yeah. for a good hour now. Yeah, just, it's it is as the hey, I didn't I start did. the timer like five minutes late, but I did. Um, that's the level. That's you know what? That's the level. You, that's the level you're getting video. this week, people. Because it's been. Oh yeah. shit! I Whoa. did start the timer. That's good on him. 
Yeah. What's up now? <laughs> way to <laughs> not remember, <laughs> not remember, way to not remember a thing that you did ten minutes ago. I, yeah. I'm fucking... Yeah. That's driven balls. Man. Um, I don't know. So what else? We, you guys have something coming up uh, this month. Oh, yeah, we do. Uh, we got a free concert coming up on the 26th. That's uh, not this coming Monday, which is Martin Luther King Day, but the one after that. If there are any other Mondays in between that one and this one, tell them they're yeah. wrong. <clears throat> 26th of January, 2015. Megaran and Danimal Cannon are coming back. Kablooey. I heard there's a special guest, too. I heard there's a rumor of a special yeah. guest. I'm hoping that one day we can get that special guest on this program again. Yeah. I doubt <laughs> it's it. Not, it's not looking good, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Um, especially after this episode. He's just going to be like, you know what? I've got better <coughs> things to do, like uh, sleeping and not doing this. So, good luck with all that. Well, that's good, yeah, because this will be the first uh, first big show of 2015 for you guys. What? Uh, yeah. What do you? I know. Looking way far ahead, Gem City's in March, end of March. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, what's What's February looking like? We got anything going on for February? Uh, yeah, I just confirmed for the first uh, first convention I'm doing of the year uh, in Parkersburg, uh, West Virginia. It's the Classic Classic Toy Show. And then uh, on the 28th, uh, Kill and Tribe One are coming back. Um, and we got... I haven't I haven't done a, a, a full scope of New Year planning yet, so I'm getting a little fuzzy about the order of things from here on from there on out. But uh, we do have Sky Blue coming back. Uh, we do have Gem City uh, with a special announcement that has not yet been announced, but will be being announced yeah, about me, that. Be announced yeah, me, sooner let's, or later. Let's let's do some real talk right now. When you hear this announcement. Yeah, this, this is, is the, the pre-announcement. pre-announcement to the announcement. We're taking a page out of Marvel's book here. Um, yeah, this is, the yeah, this is a teaser trailer that's actual. It's actually a real trailer, but it's a teaser to trailer that you're going to get at some point, maybe later. We don't know, but how about shut up, enjoy this thing we made for you. Um, yeah, when when you when we get when we get to this announcement, your fucking mind's going to be blown. No, like no joke, no bullshit. Like, this is an insane announcement. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do a thing right now. Um, I'm going to put it in the chicken. Kelly doesn't know what the announcement is. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do don't. is I'm going to put what the announcement is. Actually, you know what? Don't do that. I, I can I can do that better than you okay. can at this so, exact moment. Tony's going to put the thing in the sky in our Skype chat right now, and then you're going to live. You're going to hear what it's like for someone to find out what this announcement is and see how fucking I can't keep vamping like this, Tony. You. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's I'm I'm waiting for the the okay. Facebook to load. I keep getting more and more excited, but nothing's happening. Yeah, well, uh, hang uh, on. Look, it's 
like every <laughs> single one of my dates. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm laughing, but I'm crying. Wow. But I'm laughing, but I'm crying, and I'm sad. So it's like most of my dates. Ah, oh, Tony, why are you crying on me? <laughs> Um, that do? It's waiting. It's waiting. It's thinking. It's thinking about it, and it's waiting, and it's yeah. This, this is, is good radio. I really like. I could like. I could have just typed words, but this is so much more exciting than just actual words that convey information. In a and you know, chances are this is going to be a thing where I just open no. and go, "Oh, that's cool." No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's cool. No. I'm going to type it. You're gonna have a hard. You're gonna have a hard time not wanting to be a part of this. Yeah. I don't understand why it's. Oh. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, that's awesome. How'd you set the? See what yeah. did I say? All the buildup was worth it. Okay, no, yeah. that's totally worth exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> that's the most banana. That's, that's the most banana awesome. shit we've ever been a part of. Like literally, <laughs> like I don't know how we're gonna do. Like I don't know. Like, that's a fucking thing that's going to happen. Oh. oh, I've got plans. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't yeah. you dare, Travis. <laughs> Tony, like, <laughs> I'm pre-forbidding you from doing anything. But, yeah, so when... Right, Kelly, I just Facebooked that right. image to you. So, okay. yeah, so we'll, we'll be getting around to that. Gem City is the weekend of the 28th of March. Uh, so this thing will be happening that weekend. Um, and then we got C2E2 and Free Comic yeah. Day and Tricon. Yeah, and then, yeah, then, yeah, then it's Traficon. like, yeah, once you get past, like, Gem City is kind of like the precursor. At least, you know what, at least this year, Gem City is like three weeks out from C2E2. Because wasn't yeah. like last year wasn't Gem City like the week before? It, there, I forget. There was some. There were a handful of really weird corridors for us. I don't remember if it was last year or the year before, but there was a year when yeah. it was like that. So, yeah. So yeah, this year, yeah. I mean, we've got so, and then you know, there's, like we said last week, there's so much stuff coming out. This year and this summer, especially, like then it just goes fucking bananas. So we're gonna we're gonna kind of enjoy the slow build up. We're gonna get some announcements, like you know, like that's the one that we just teased. Um, you know, so like that'll that'll be some fun stuff for us to talk about. But yeah, there's a there's a, there's a lot going on. But uh, speaking of things going on. Uh, we, last week we were talking about stuff and we did, uh, we did actually get an email, which is good. Everybody should be sending us emails. We don't get enough of them anymore. Um, sadly we did not prearrange it to have Kelly send in an email like, like, uh, like Junkle did for us when he was on the program. <laughs> um, <laughs> quick, yeah, quick. Kelly, right, email, right now. By the time I get done reading this email, maybe we'll have another email. Magically, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the, the address, address? is superflycomics <laughs> at gmail dot com. So, so yeah. All right. If you want to send us an email, we'll read it on the show. We'll talk about some stuff. Um, but our good friend uh, Jamie Dunst, aka JD, writes to us, and he says, "Hey guys, 
<clears throat> so it was interesting that I wrote to you just before you began talking about Avengers No More Bullying. And while I enjoyed hearing you talk about a quarter of the entire issue, I feel like you missed the point of the Avengers story. <clears throat> yes, it was silly that they made a story about Hawkeye feeling picked on because he's the, quote, arrow guy. But this story really wasn't about that. It wasn't about the Avengers fighting a giant robot. The point of the story was to show that everyone can be useful if you only give them a chance, and that even an Avenger can feel like he's being taken for granted or picked on. For a younger kid, this is really important. It's something I unfortunately have to begin talking about with my three-and-a-half-year-old. My, big, my biggest gripe with the issue is the need to use the current status of the Avengers. Like I said before, you have the movie Avengers minus the Hulk. It would have made much more sense to use those versions, since everyone knows those versions of those characters, and I think Marvel dropped the ball on that. The rest of the stories were really good. I loved the Guardians of the Galaxy story. The artwork was fantastic, and I loved the moral of the story about finding a friend and being a true friend no matter what other people say. I've been on both sides of that coin, and I understand that all too well. I did like Peter Quill's anti-Daredevil shirt and hat. The Spider-Man story was fun. The moral of that one was that, be, some, was that sometimes getting revenge on your bully doesn't always make you feel better. The last story was awesome, at least for me. I love the art and the message that it sent out to be who you are and eventually you could meet someone like you. I could have used a story like that when I was younger. I know the book isn't for everyone, but I found it uplifting and like I said before, something I could have used when I was younger. Anyway, I rambled on enough. Love the show as always and talk to you soon. So there you go. I didn't get a chance to read uh, in the you know the intervening time to read the anti-bullying thing, uh, but Tony, you read that. What uh, what do you, what are your thoughts? On what he has to say. Uh, I didn't miss the point of the Avengers issue or story. <laughs> I just thought it was dumb. Uh, no, I I I was I was being intentionally overcritical for the point of the show, but I do feel like the writing style was a little heavy-handed. And at all three of the stories, um, I, I dig what it's trying to do. I just, I, I felt it, and it's clearly intended for a younger audience, but it definitely, the whole issue, I thought, had a, a, a very strong feeling of, and that's how you don't bully people, kids. And I think there are more clever ways to do that uh, without being as overt as the book seemed to be. Yeah, I feel like that's that's a really weird I line to to try to to like navigate when you're trying to write something for a younger audience, but try to make it sort of truly all ages, so you don't kind of have people kind of eye rolling it, being all like, uh. "Well, it's just weird because you got this whole like uh, you know no more bullying like branding that they're doing to it," and I just it's it's hard for me to when when you. When you make it that overt, it, it makes it, to me, uh, feel more disingenuous. And I feel like uh, uh, young people, w when I was younger, I wouldn't have responded well to that, um, to it being overtly. You know, it, it, it almost like it had to. It, it feels like it's got the tenor of like a dare comic yeah. or something. Um and again, I mean, this is this is my read of it. I mean, clearly, you know, clearly, people have a different feel or whatever. But I mean, that's it. Just it didn't it it lacked subtlety. 
it was so weird to see Hawkeye really complaining, considering that he he's the character, the wise cracking character. You know, well, that's the thing. Yeah, it 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 the sort of it just felt out of character. Yeah, exactly. It felt out of character. Yeah. But I mean, again, but the but I mean, the question is then how how do you write it? For a younger audience like that, and I don't, I don't have a, a, a strong counterexample. Uh, Ke- Kelly, did you read it? I did not. Well, so I am no well, use like, in I mean, this conversation. Like, well, I mean, because really, <laughs> well, I don't know. It's, I think it's, it's a case of show don't show don't tell for me. And again, I mean, not every child is going to get a more subtle message. I mean, that's that's worth stating. But I mean, I think like. I think a good counterexample, honestly, is Bone, and and that you see when characters are are greedy or are picking on people, you see the consequences of their their negative interactions. Um, you you can't have a character just say how they feel. That makes me feel angry. <laughs> Unless you're the Hulk. Yeah, that's the only time. Well, it's I mean, okay. and you know, to sort of devil's advocate that a little bit. I love that you're devil's advocating because I was just uh, I, yeah. referencing Futurama. I when, know. Yeah, I know. I yes. actually just begun yes. doing a Futurama rewatch uh, on Netflix. Yeah, oh, that's I great. Feel like I've missed out a lot of, on the later seasons. Um, but <clears throat> does Bone work in that context? Because it's like a longer. I mean, Bone is like a phone book. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, oh yeah, here they are. Like, there. I mean, how long? Because it's like a single issue, and it's got like what, like four stories in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're all yeah. super, so, I mean, super like, short that stories. Is such a hard note to hit. I mean, granted, you have the shorthand well, of theoretically everybody knows who all these people are, so you mm-hmm. don't have to worry about like, okay, this is what a Hawkeye is. You know, like, you know, I mean, like, yeah, so there's a guy that he was in, a, you know, it's like, you don't have to worry about that. You can just jump right in and be like, yeah, Hawkeye and Thor and Captain America. And, uh, you know, but again, you sort of do have the thing is like, well, why is Captain America black and have wings? It's like, all right. Kids, here's what event comics are. So yeah. <laughs> you have to have that weird event comic talk with them. Um which will lead into the bully co- bullying talk, and then maybe like birds and the bees. I don't know. Depends on that. Depends on how your uh, how your household runs. Well, I mean, I I, I get what you're saying uh, about it. The, the 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 brevity of it, by definition, making it harder to tell. Yeah, or, or making it a different beast from bone. But I think. Uh, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. I feel like in, in its current form, it lacks the context that makes it a, uh, a, a, a teaching story rather than a pedantic story. Um, I feel like it is it uh, in its current form. And again, I mean, I, I, I think I'm being overly critical here, or I'm overstating my point, but I'm trying to be clear about where I'm coming from. Uh, I think it's... It's it's preachy. It currently reads as preachy, whereas if it were embedded in a in a longer story, it would feel more organic and more um more learned by the audience. I mean, of course, the challenge is it's hard to get kids to read long stories. Yeah. So I don't know where the middle ground is. Um, 
I don't know. But yeah, maybe they would have had a little bit more success if you'd just been like, we're going to do an entire like 20-page issue. As opposed to doing four shorts. Like, if you'd just done one... I don't know. I mean, I think the Spider-Man one at the at the end was was definitely a lot better than I mean, to, to my read than than the uh, Avengers one. Because you know, the whole thing uh, with the Avengers one is you know it's Cap giving out orders to the Avengers to stop this giant robot, and Hawkeye's all like, "I didn't get any orders," and Cap's all like, "Yeah, you just shoot arrows though. It's fine. Don't worry, we got this." And then eventually. I forget who it is. Somebody flies the Hawkeye up there and he shoots an arrow into the grill of like into a very specific point um, about the size of a womp rat that he used to bullseye and takes the robot down. Um, so the Spider-Man one, like he's, he's swinging through wherever and he finds this kid tied to the telephone or to the, the flagpole. And then they, they share a moment where Spider-Man tells him about the times that he was bullied by Flash Thompson and, you know, remembers, like, the advice Uncle Ben gave him, and then he unties him. And then he takes a selfie with the kid to, like, be like, hey, now you got a picture of you hanging out with Spider-Man. That's pretty cool. And sort of, you know, it's, it's a lot more of a... Things are better than they seem, or things can be better than they seem. And just because some people are being mean to you, it doesn't mean that everyone's like that kind of message. More than the first one which was the everybody has value message or like the everybody has value that you might have missed message yeah. I don't know I'm reading but it it's, too much no, I mean, that, 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 that's cool Perks. though I mean it's it's nice that they're trying something as but no I get that I just I, I, I always chafe a little bit when they do these big kinds of like we're gonna reach out to the youth we're gonna do a no more bullying book because I just I remember being a kid and when that kind of shit was floating around and it was like very clearly like this is how the grown-ups think they can talk to us and it's just and it just always felt very condescending and pedantic and that's this book had a lot of that same yeah. feel to me. No, I got it. That makes sense. Um <clears throat> While we're on the subject, uh, JD actually sent in two emails. If you scroll up, there's a second one above it. Email? I was like... Or perhaps, or perhaps a first one. I, first. I sent an email too, guys. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> they're pile- they're backpiling yeah, already. Back- so no more emails. That's it. We're done with the emails. I can't handle this pressure. <laughs> All right, so JD, you know, it's funny because I was reading that email. It's like, he sounds like he says he sent another email. Did we get another email? I don't know. Shit. Um, but anyway, so here's the first email, original email. Uh, he says, what's up, Superfly people? I know it's been a while since I've written to you, and it's because I had to stop getting comics. I don't read a single monthly title anymore, and it kind of hurts. I just don't have the time, the space, or the money anymore. So every now and again, I may treat myself to a trade or two, but as for monthly reading, I had to say farewell for now. I did get one comic recently that I really enjoyed, and I'm not sure uh, got enough publicity, and that was the Avengers No More Bullying One-Shot. Well, I'm looking, really looking forward to talking about that. Oh. I loved it. <laughs> I thought the story was really well done. For those that don't know... Eh, no more bullying. Turns out, not only that this, blah 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 blah, managed to be the same. Other than that, the issue was amazing, and I highly recommend it for everyone except Tony. 
Uh, I forget if Travis is having a boy or a girl, so I'm going to give out names for both. Now, this is if you're just joining us, which, I, number one, I'm sorry. Number two, uh, Travis Fowler. Not the Travis that we have on the air. We have an abundance. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I was oh going to say, I'm by so the way. I there for a minute. Yeah. I was like, wait yeah. a minute. By the way, Travis, you are the father. <laughs> um, but no. <laughs> I'm done thinking to myself, going, no, what did I agree no, Travis to? Travis Fowler, who was on the program last week, he and his lovely wife, Brittany, uh, they have a impending child. Child, uh, you know, heading down the old, well, we're, you know, where the child's come out of. Yeah, I'm, don't, yeah, don't, I'm trying to don't. cut it off, but I couldn't. <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't. <laughs> Someone's wow. going to front poop a baby. <laughs> that. So he did it better. Tell you it better than I did. Uh, but we're having a contest right now. If you come up with a geeky name for Travis Fowler's baby, and it is approved, and this baby gets legally named, we're bringing the law in on this one. We're fucking bringing the goddamn law in on this one. It's going to have and a social security number. For the rest of its law. Now I'm getting really scared that we're making light of this in a goddamn contest. <laughs> this is a human being's life. Uh, that shows how desensitized we are to nonsense. Um, but if you su- if you supply us with a geeky name, they like it. Travis and Brittany agree to name the child this. Travis Fowler, he's going to eat a shoe. So here we go. Jamie Dunst, he says, uh, for a boy, you could go with Peter. It's a strong classic name. And as for the geek cred, you've got Peter Parker and Peter Quill, as well as Peter Rasputin, Colossus. Here's a name you can use for either a boy or a girl, Orin. It has various meanings in Irish, Scottish, and Jewish cultures. And as for the geek cred, you got Aquaman, the dentist in Little Shop of Horrors. Good pull, no pun intended. Uh, there's a character from Parks and Recreation named Orin. As well, don't name your kid after that guy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> as well as an animated movie called Star Chaser, The Legend of Orin. For a girl, you can also go with Orin. We literally... Oh my god, he forgot the never-ending story. Yeah, sorry, no, sorry, wait, wait, which one yeah. is that? It's the name of the, of the oh, sigil. yeah, 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 yeah. The, the snakes. Yeah, yeah, so for a girl, you could also go with Orin. We almost named our daughter Orin before we discovered the name we gave her. You can do Sarah, Terminator, Kara, Supergirl... Diana, Wonder Woman, Jessica, Spider Woman, or other names like that. In the end, though, whether you pick any of these names or something different, it's got to be a name that you and your wife are going to love. I can't tell you how long it was, how long it took before my wife and I picked out a name, but it was months, maybe three months, and two big books of names before we decided on a name for our daughter. Whatever you decide, name your kid. Make sure that it's something that just feels natural, and for the love of all that's holy, make sure that whatever name you give the kid. His or her initials aren't stupid. Case in point, I know someone whose name gave her the unfortunate initials of PMS. Yeah, her parents must have hated her. Mm. Anyway, back to comics. I just picked up a trade that features Rocket Raccoon and Groot. It was a fairly entertaining to read, especially when it comes to the first appearance of Groot, who was the villain of the story. I'm not as familiar with the Guardians of the Galaxy, but I was curious knowing about the versions of the Guardians we get from the movie and if it was based off of any particular run from the comics. Maybe not story-wise, but personality-wise. I really wanted to get the various trades with its different incarnations. 
Have any of you read the Guardians of the Galaxy? And if so, what should I look for? Thanks, guys. Jamie Dunst, once again. Um, yeah. It's not exactly Guardians, but Annihilation's yeah, pretty that's rad. Pretty much, like, yeah. you get those. Not in. Yeah, I mean, you you gotta have to do some digging, but if you can find a way to get, it's funny. Like the actual Annihilation story is pretty much just Volume Three, isn't it? And like. Yeah, it, or it's. I'm trying to remember if there's. Did, if there's any in two. Like one of those weird, like it's an alpha, and then they did a bunch of miniseries. And then the main one. I only read it recently, and that was because if I got it on through my Kindle, and for all three volumes, I paid about $30. Yeah, so there you go. That could be a way to go. Yeah, so if you've got a Kindle, read it that way. It's yeah. pretty great <laughs> for how cheap it is. Yeah, comicology. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But yeah, definitely, like, that's sort of like uh, the Annihilation story. That's where. That's why we have a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Because Star yeah, Star Lord was True. like a fucking yeah. nothing character from the seventies that they were like, you know what, we haven't used this guy in forever. Let's drop him, you know, into uh into this story with like, you know, Silver Surfer and Quasar. Um yeah, 'cause Qua fucking Quasar was it was Quasar dead already or did he die in this? And is that a spoiler for the thing that I just told him to read? So yeah. don't worry about All that. Of like, above. don't. Are, yeah. One of the two are, options. Are to Quasar. This may not be the mini series <laughs> for you. Also, follow up question: Why are you attached to Quasar? Dude sucks. So <laughs> sorry. Um, but no, like it's you had that. You had Nova. That's who I was trying to think of. And then I think Rocket shows up in the intervening time because that's when Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning, uh, they sort of relaunched all the Marvel cosmic stuff, you know, and we had the new Nova book, yep. which was really cool. Annihilation is on comicology. So, yeah, definitely. <laughs> if you go to HTTPS colon slash slash superfly comics games dot comic retailer dot com, you can find Annihilation and buy it from us. Yeah, there you go. You should do that thing, because first of all, I mean, you should just own it anyway, because it's a good fucking book. So, I mean, that's on, yeah. So, De yep. yeah, and then, like, the yeah. second one is Annihilation Conquest, right? And then mm -hmm. War of Kings is almost Annihilation 3, and then that's kind of where they end the Marvel Cosmic stuff. Wasn't the Thanos imperative kind of uh, the end yeah. of that? I mean, yeah, they do. Stuff? Yeah, then there's like the Thanos stuff that shows up also. Someone's like duct taping a bear. There you go. There it is again. The bear got away. Um, as for... Oh, I came up yeah. with the uh, baby name. All right, so it's a it's a first and la and a middle name for a for a boy, uh, Nick Arcade. Nick <laughs> Arcade. That's fucking fantastic. That is that's, pretty good. That's, uh, that's tough. That's that's a, that's a tough one to beat. Um, but yeah. And then for a girl, Nicole Arcade. Yeah, see, there you Nick, go. yeah, Nick works both ways. At least that's what I've heard. I don't know. That's what I saw, that's what I saw in the bathroom. Whoa. Um, 
Oh, what was I going to say? Well, as for, okay, for the new Guardians of the Galaxy series, the one that's sort of like the post-movie, as much as I like Bendis, I kind of feel like that series is almost a little bit of a mess. It has its moments. It has its moments, but as someone uh, pointed out to Bendis on Tumblr, which he then sort of like... <clears throat> deflected the question and sort of you know disagreed, but I think it's a legitimate point, is that the majority of that Guardians of the Galaxy series is crossovers. That's true. Like there's a first yeah. arc, and then it ties into Infinity, and then there's a couple issues, and then it ties in with all-new X-Men, and there's a couple issues, and it ties in with something else. Original Sin. And there's a couple issues where it ties with that, and it's about to tie into Black Vortex. Um, so, yeah, like, that's weird. It doesn't really feel like it's its own book yet. If you like Guardians, right now, the best book to pick up is uh, the Star-Lord No book. shit. I've been, en I've been huh. enjoying that a lot. Because, I mean, like, we're at the point now, like, because Guardians is so popular, I mean, like, everyone's getting their own book. You know, Rocket Raccoon, we were talking about that last week, about how it's like a, he was, it was a huge seller, uh, thanks to the movie and Loot Crate and all that jazz. Uh, but we're getting, I mean, aren't we getting, like, a Gamora book? And then there's... Yeah, Guardians yeah, and team Guardians up. team up. You know, so it's and... like, you know, in true, like, Marvel Deadpool fashion, like... We're gonna run. We're gonna strip mine this thing until no one gives a shit about space anymore. <laughs> space. <laughs> I don't know what that voice was, but please keep doing it. What are you talking about? The space voice. You know yeah. the space voice. You know the space voice. Why? What's the space voice from? Oh, okay. Space. Space. Yes. I need to do that a second time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Wait, tell him to do what? What was it? Space. <laughs> no, we're back on. It's a very we're, bad we're, we're impression of it, it, bad impression of Tim Curry. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, Jeez. exactly. I feel like we're basically like at that level. Don't forget oh, about yeah. my email. So we, <laughs> I, I, I asked a question. Right, I need, I need so to know the answer. We got, we got an email. Tony, I think you should read it because you have access to that email and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. <read> email. <clears throat> Probably for the best if Tony reads it. What's his... I've heard that this is So other things that we're going to be talking about, um, let's cover this real quick, and then we're going to come back to emails. You got it? No, right. it's here. It's here. It's right here. All right. Yeah. Uh, subject line is subject line. This is from uh, oh, Kelly Harris. Guy. He's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that guy. Uh, it says, uh, hey, everybody. So I'm on the podcast right now, and I was wondering something, but I'm just a bit too shy to ask. Go see a doctor. <laughs> um, Tony, earlier you were telling me about how you were getting undressed, and now I'm all flustered. Do you want to go to the prom? Thanks, guys. Love the show. 
Kelly Harris. Oh, prom. Um, <clears throat> which prom? Oh. The prom. The one. Is, is, Wait, Travis, is, can you say prom for me? Prom. There we go. Oh. It's kind of like prom. <laughs> oh, there we go. I need a picture of Conan standing in a high school gym decorated for prom. <laughs> and someone going, oh, I thought you said prom. <laughs> and that's the show. Good night, everybody. <laughs> um... Also, I feel like, Kelly, you missed a golden opportunity to be like, if you'd like to go to prom, uh, if so, check this box. See, I thought yeah, about doing I feel that, like actually. <laughs> but I didn't know how that joke would play. It's classic for a reason. So we're going to workshop it, and we'll be back next week with the continuation of that joke to see if Kelly and Tony okay. go to prom. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about actual comic news. We mentioned it. Uh, we mentioned on the show last week, uh, but Image, they had their annual, um, hey, here are the comics that are going to be valuable in 10 years exposition. Yeah, Image basically prom. it's Image Prom. That's fair. That's a fair and correct uh, analysis of the situation. Uh, but they had their Image, uh, Image Expo 2015 in San Francisco, and I'm still... I'm still sort of decompressing the news, partly because my computer is a motherfucking shitbox. Um, so I'm going <laughs> to throw it to you guys. What's of the stuff that was at Image Expo? What are uh, what are some of the things that you're excited about, Tony? Um, I I can't even decide yet. All right. Ooh, um, ooh, I've I'm, got one. I've got one. I'm trying to scan down. Yeah, go ahead. I'm I'm scanning to find it. I think out of what they announced, I am most excited for Captara, I think it's pronounced, which is going to be a sci-fi comedy series from Chip Zdarsky and Kagan uh, McLeod, I think is how you pronounce his name. And Zdarsky, you know, from Sex Criminals, and he's coming up as a writer, it seems, because he's got uh, Howard the Duck coming out, too. And then Kagan McLeod did an awesome graphic novel, like two or three years back called Infinite Kung Fu. Oh, I... And if you like Kung Fu movies at all, you need I to get that book. I remember that, yeah. I forgot about that one, yeah. Yeah, that book's great. And I don't think he's done anything that I've read since then. So I'm happy to see him, I guess, wow. coming back. So there's one on here. This looks... It looks like this is the... F- now, it lists as a graphic novel... So I'm assuming it, you know, isn't going to be like a series. It's going to be like an actual thing. Uh, but Jeff Lemire and Scott Snyder. Yeah. Yeah, that was my one. Yeah. yeah. Um, the book tells the story of mankind after a cure for death has been discovered, focusing on a man who lives, quote, multiple lives. The graphic novel marks Lemire's first time drawing a long-form story that he didn't write himself. So, I mean, those two dudes, man, they're, they're, they're fucking crushing it. Um, you know, witches, I, you know, I read the first issue of that last week. And I'm still kind of fucked up in the head about it because that issue's so fucked up. Um, it'll be very interesting to see what they do. 
So yeah, I'm wondering if this will be sort of more like the wake, or if it'll be. I'm assuming because again, I'm assuming if they're saying, "Oh, it's a graphic novel," it's just going to be like a one-volume thing. Yeah, I think it's just a single book that they're putting out. I don't know if you know if it's going to be in like so issues it's coming out. Uh, the only date they've got on it is fall of 2015. Hmm. So, so yeah, that's uh, that's pretty wild. Travis, have you have you seen any of this stuff? What uh, what what are, what are you looking out for? That was the I you, fucking poster. Like a goddamn <laughs> champion. I just sniped everybody. As I yeah. All right. Well, fuck All you. Right. Got I got another right one. All right. It's this fucking uh, Warren Ellis Declan Shalvey book. Previously announced in July, Injection reunites the Moon Knight relaunch creative team of Warren Ellis, Declan Shalvey, and Jordi Belair Belair, uh, for an ongoing sci-fi story about the chaotic future of the 21st century. And what's it called? Injection. Injection. Wow. Alright. Tonally, the book promises to be very different to Moon Knight, but the preview in- indicates ample opportunity to show off Shelby's and Belair's work at it's their best. things where it's like, yeah, tonally it's probably going to be different than Moon Knight, but then again, this is Warren Ellis who we're talking about. And... True. You know... Yeah, he's got two tones, 11 yeah. and more you know, 11. And that's not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, that doesn't mean that he's bad at what he does. But it's like, so it's like, if you if you like a Warren Ellis book, you're going to like every Warren Ellis book. See, I don't, I don't agree with really? that, because I, lo- I like some, of, I like a lot of his books, and then I just hate what are, others. What are ones that you hate? Uh, Astonishing X-Men. Okay. And then I hated Moon Knight. I did not like wow, his Moon Knight run at really? all. I liked, wait, I liked issue, whatever the issue with the mushrooms yeah, was. I think that's like two or, I think that's And like then I liked the first issue up. Yeah, other than that, I really disliked the, the huh. six issues. But then I loved Planetary. Well, so. Planetary, I mean, I feel like, I, don't, I mean, it... Everybody better you love yeah, fucking Planetary. Planetary is kind of like Warren Ellis's The Stand. You know, like I was, like I was, ta- well, I was talking to someone the other day at work. True. You know, and he was asking me about like Stephen King books that I like, and I was like, well, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is The Stand, and I'm like, that probably doesn't make Stephen King feel super great because I've even like read in interviews, like people will still be like, oh man, I love The Stand. It's my favorite thing of yours that you've done and in his head he's like oh well that's great because I wrote that in like 1980 and I've written a lot of stuff since then so it's good to know that the thing that I did way the fuck back then is the favorite thing of mine that you've done you know that I've done so I feel like in some ways planetary is kind of like that yeah I can see that yeah, the very out. first thing he of Ellis's that I read. Well, I mean, yeah. I need to. I've never read yeah. that. I need to read. That. You should Whoa! retransmit. You really should. You should stop. We should we're stop gonna, right we're, now. We're, we're, and you we're, need to go. We're going to put a pause the show. We'll be back next week. <laughs> you go and fucking retransmit. 
I think my biggest barrier to rating that is for whatever reason, I can't figure out why, but I don't like Derek Roberson's art. Oh, and I don't man. know why. It's really good in that book. Yeah, but if he doesn't like it, you know what I mean? Like, it could be the best lima bean in the world. Yeah. But if you hate lima beans, then fuck you. <laughs> I said that about Daniel Acuna's art. Yeah. I, and I mean, Daniel Lima Bean? I went to, yes. Yeah. <laughs> no lima bean defense, I see. I went to high school with him. Great guy. Great guy. A little green. A little green around the gills. Um, small fella, really. Um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, that that's always the thing that you run into uh, with people who. I mean, I don't want to even say that Derek Roberson's art is stylized, but it's art. Yeah, I don't know why it's, I don't like yes, it. Like, at least I in that book, yeah. that's... Oh, that's such I mean, a good book. Though. Stylized art. Uh, one of my personal favorites, Darwin Cook has a three-part miniseries coming this spring called Revengeance. Yes. Um, his first original long-form story. So a, the book was described as a three-part noir tale set in the 1980s in Cook's hometown of Toronto. Wait, it's about Canada? Man, never mind. No, I'm just kidding. Canada, you're great. <laughs> uh, it's like, fuck Canada. Man, it's just a book about pancakes. <laughs> Shit. It's just a book. It's Canadian noir, which means someone didn't say thank you once. <laughs> <laughs> and shit got the realest it's ever been. In Canada. And they were like, oh my... Then they came back later and were like, oh my god, I forgot to say thank you. And they were like, oh! I almost wrote an angry email. The police are there filling out a report. But yeah, that's, uh, you know, Darwin Cook, he's one of those guys, I will literally read anything that he does. Yeah. I hope this doesn't push back any other Parker books he's working on. I feel on. like he's, isn't he bringing those to a close? I think he said there's only like maybe like two or three more that he's doing. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, His Parker books were really good. Really are. Yeah, they are. Um, oh, and they did announce that rather than Brian Wood, uh, Paul Jenkins is, uh, well, they're doing a Spawn one-shot. I'm sorry, I just misspoke. A, sm- a, a Spawn one-shot written by Paul Jenkins with art by John Boy Myers. But apparently, unless I'm missing this somewhere else, still no word on who is actually taking over the book with issue 250. Because it was going to be Brian Wood, and then apparently it's not going to be Brian Wood anymore. Wait, I thought it was still McFarlane at 250, then Brian Wood took over with the one-shot. I I mean, the only thing that I remember hearing about it was that they announced that Brian Wood was going to do it, and then they were like, yeah, no, that's not happening. So maybe that's just like, oh, Brian Wood's just going to do a one-shot, and that's it? And maybe, yeah, I mean, maybe McFarlane is still going to do it. Um, but yeah, the 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 article that we're that I'm looking at on Comics Alliance is very thin on Spawn news, which I find hard to believe coming from Comics Alliance, because I feel like they would really like Spawn a lot. He said sarcastically, "Oh my God, an, another." I like I Spawn know. a lot. I know you do. 
I still I read Spawn. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but new Brian. I mean, speaking of Canada, and this one has the Canadian flag burning, which I really don't know how I feel about this. Uh, Brian Vaughn writes and Steve Scrooge draws a new miniseries called "We Stand on Guard," set a hundred years in the future, when Canadian freedom fighters resist an invasion by giant robots from the United States of America. How did they get I our plans? That's what I want to know. Who <laughs> fucking talked? But yeah. So does anybody else, anybody else have some Image Expo news? Um, I got I got something I want to mention here. Uh, so <clears throat> while I get to it, I'm scrolling past this new Scotty Young book. I hate Fairyland. Oh my god, uh, that looks yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but it's this new Alex DeCampi book, and I specifically want to harp on something. I don't know who wrote this, if it was, if this is verbatim from the Image uh, releases, or if this is uh, Comics Alliance editorial, but a uh, quote uh, regarding the book No Mercy uh, by Alex DeCampi and Carlos Speed McNeil and Jen Manley Lee. Uh, no Mercy, Alex DeCampi's first major work since her Grindhouse project with Dark Horse. No Mercy seems to be a completely different comic book from what we've seen from the writer so far. The preview pages depict some vapid American overachievers on a Amer mission to South America, ostensibly as a part of a university service outreach program, but in reality it takes their college applications uh, makes their college applications that much better. These are definitely people who exist in real life. Um, <clears throat> so here's the thing. Alex Acampi is writing Archie vs. Predator. Hardly her first major work since yeah. Grindhouse. Because if you don't think that Archie vs. Predator is a major work, then you know what the fuck you're talking about. That's gotta be like <laughs> that's gotta be like book of the year. Yeah. That's hitting yeah, in April, right? Really close. I think the I think the solicit is gonna be in the next previews. Because it wasn't, it wasn't in the, nice. the last previews that we did. Uh, but like, yeah, cover and art are coming out. Like they're they're on there. Yeah, there's no mercy right there. Um, yeah, and she t yeah she mentioned she mentioned uh, this when she was on the program uh, several weeks ago, and she was very excited about this. So yeah, that looks like a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So. Good, good stuff. I'm, I'm excited. I am excited. Uh, what, 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 what else? What else we got? What else we want to talk about? Um, who, who read Star Wars? Did any of us read? Star? I mean, I no, I read. It. <laughs> Did any of you? Okay, at least we someone still read don't it. have well, our books yet. Yeah. Oh, really? That's a separate That's a whole <laughs> separate fucking oh. issue. Remember last week when there wasn't any Superfly news? Well, that's still a problem. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Um, it's all right. They sold a million copies, apparently. That art looked real you ugly. Know, yeah, a lot of people were saying... Yeah, a lot of people flat. are saying that, and honestly, like, I don't... Like, I think John Cassidy's okay. 
Yeah, it looks like current Cassidy. Like that's just what his art yeah, look like, looks I mean, like now. It's just one of those things where I'm like, yeah, I you know, I I get why they're using him. He's not going to stay on that book forever. I mean, I would be very surprised if he stays beyond the first arc. Um, to me, I mean, it's like I knew this going in, but then like reading the issue, I'm just sort of like, yeah. The fact that it's set between a New Hope and Empire. I'm just like, oh, so it's meaningless. Because, because it's, you yep. know, like, nothing... You know they're not in real danger. You know nothing significant is going to happen. There's a hilarious moment with Darth, with Darth Vader that I'm not going to spoil, but I did actually laugh out loud. So kudos to Jason Aaron uh, for coming up with that. But then also, too, it's like, yeah, there's like what, maybe 30 pages of story, and the book is $5. And there's like, I mean, there's a bunch of previews for like the other ones that are coming out, but that's previews and not like actual story pages, so that doesn't count. Like, I get that you have to print those also. But. Yeah. I'd like to see some sort of ratio that shows how many copies Diamond sold, then how many copies retailers sold, then out of that, how many copies were actually read by the people that bought yeah. them. Well, that's the thing. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, Comic Book Resources interviewed David Gabriel, um, and they naturally, they're very happy with their numbers. Um, you may... Yeah, and you know, and they should would, be. You could be maybe surprised here, but there is a second printing of that coming out. <coughs> yeah. No. <laughs> second printing of Star Wars number one has already been announced, and apparently, orders for num for issue two are at nearly two hundred thousand copies. This is going to be the book that down the road there's going to be issues in every collection that mm -hmm. comes into a shop. It's going to be it's going to be the X-Men number 1 of this generation mm -hmm. of comics. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like here's the thing. It's like you know that you know, and we've talked about this. We talked about this when Vito was on the program. I feel like a lot like a lot of people just know like yeah, this is just a thing that happens. Numbers dip on second issues. Oh yeah, and it's like it's it's an interesting thing when they're like, yeah, it's like, man, we got like two hundred thousand copies for you know for the second one, and they're saying that the Darth Vader number one, that's the next Star Wars one, the following month, they're supposedly close to two hundred thousand copies also. So it's like like that's cool because when I mean I haven't been keeping as close to numbers since I left the shop but I mean we're your your average book is not near there no so it's no. like 200,000 that's that's, that's, a, that's, that's a big still huge. but then again yeah. it's like but then you compare that to that million. You know what I mean? So it's like, it is weird, like, it, there's that weird level of like, <clears throat> hey man, 
we did a million copies, isn't that great? But then the next issue, we're only doing... So, I mean, it's. I feel like we're heading toward, like, a G.I. Joe number two. Situation. <laughs> I don't know, I mean, you know, I'm an old motherfucker. But when I was a kid, G.I. Joe number two... Not number one. Fuck number one. Everyone had a number one. Or you didn't give a shit about number one. Whatever was number one. G.I. Joe number two, that was the expensive book. Because of the drop-off in print, you know what I mean? Like, that was the harder one to get in a first printing. So I almost want to say, loathe as I am to encourage speculator buying... And if such a thing can even exist nowadays, in the long term, maybe first prints of number two are where you want to be at. But it's weird that it's like, I mean, you're looking at like an 80% drop-off. Am I mathing that right? It's an mm-hmm. 80% drop-off. Yeah. Well, I've been drinking Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be sure. I'm going to put that out there. There's a chance that I'll fuck that up. Um, but it's like, yeah, I mean, like, we're like, yeah, it's an 80% drop off and still really big numbers. So I don't know. I mean, hopefully that's sustainable. But then again, this same article too, they say, oh yeah, Loot Crate, like a big thing of what they did was with Loot Crate, Loot Crate alone has 250,000 subscribers. Jeez. No. So if they just made Star Wars number one for Loot Crate. It's still better than anything else that's going on. Loot Crate's buying power on its own. When Loot Crate buys into any issue on its own, it generates more sales than the top selling book of any month. And I think it's interesting, too, because in the issue or in, in the interview here, David Gabriel's very much talking about how it's like, okay, yeah, we're going through all these other channels. We're going through Loot Crate. We're going through GameStop. We're going through, like, these other, like the non-traditional, non-direct market retailers. They're still buying from Diamond. I think that's a thing to remember, too. Like, they're still getting this from Diamond. So, I mean, I guess mm-hmm. you could say, in one way or the other, they are technically in the direct market. I'm sure there are retailers that would argue with me about that. And they would be right to have a discussion about that. But but they're saying, it's like, okay, like, yes, Loot Crate, 250,000 people are going to get that Star Wars number one in their Loot Crate. And one of the things, and they've said, you know, I, I kind of harped on them about the whole, like, oh, you've got previews for the other ones. One of the things that David Gabriel brings up is, like, the only place to get number two, though, is going to be at a comic shop. Huh. I'll say for us, that really didn't help much with Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. But he's not a Star War. He's in a star. He's fought in... But he's not in a war theoretically a veteran of a war, but are both of them together? And even so, the Star War. Yeah. The War in the Stars. 
But I mean, no, I mean, like that—that that is a good point. Is that those are things? Because you could say the same thing about like, what is it? Amazing Spider-Man number one was a loot crate book. While that what? You know, we still sell that uh, semi-consistently. Oh yeah, we do too, actually. That's wild. Yeah, and I still got—I mean, I've still got almost hundred copies of them. Yeah. <laughs> This is, you know, and sometimes it's like, yeah, this is a cool time to be in comics. But then I hear something, and honestly, like, that kind of, like, it kind of freaks me out a little bit. It's, it's pretty wild right now. It's hard to, it's hard to see where it's going. Because, you know, we've all said that, like, yeah, if there's a second big market collapse, who's left? That's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, aside from comicsology, who's left? Yeah. So I don't want to be all gloom and doom. I cause you know we were just talking about the image because that's I think that's the difference. Like when we had the first contraction, the majority of everything that was out there was bullshit. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like there's fun stuff from there. There's nostalgia stuff from there. But I mean, come on, fucking at. Yeah, no, you're right. It was, it was the Max. It was Sandman. It was no, Preacher. It was all garbage. All garbage. <laughs> come on. I mean, <laughs> like percentage-wise, there's so many more good books, though. No, you're, no, you're no, right. No, but I mean, okay, but okay, the thing right. is, like, I mean, those and those were like, I mean, I mean, because you know me, I'm a huge Milestone fan. I thought Milestone was super quality, but they didn't survive the contraction. Because it was just like, yeah, no, but like everybody was buying up everything else. I feel like if you had books like Milestone, like if you literally reprinted those Milestone books, those early books would be selling just as well as a lot of these like new hot image books. And would probably be getting just as much critical acclaim. But now, like we have so much more of those. And even, like, the regular comic books, like fucking Squirrel Girl last week, was goddamn brilliant. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Hopefully, like, these crazy Star Wars numbers are good news and not just like, uh, well, get ready to see this comic for the rest of our lives. Yeah. I know one shop in the area by me ordered a crap ton of copies. And they know they're going to be stuck with a bunch. So what they're planning on doing is going to the nearest theater by them when the uh, Star Wars movie comes out, slapping stickers for their store on the covers of books and just handing them to people as they leave the theater. Uh, ain't a bad idea. No, not really. no, it's not a bad idea at all. I mean, it's a lot of work. I know we did it back in the day that yeah you know sometimes that was that was not fun times yeah but i mean we did get some folks we got our profile yeah. there we let them we let them know what's up um and i just realized i don't have a good link for this this is sort of like along those lines um I just saw this evening on Bendis' Tumblr, he had a thing about, what is it, like a Marvel Firsts 
they're doing like that DC program where it's like, hey, here's like a number one issue for like cheap. And it's like a cheap reprint. Mm -hmm. They've got stuff like Infinity War or Infinity Gauntlet rather and Civil War. Uh, the Civil Gauntlet. Uh, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and then also Powers, number one. Uh, basically, like, a lot of, like, the media shit, they're like, hey, we're gonna reprint these first issues for a dollar. It is. It's a good idea. And, but then I do sort of question if you read that Civil War number one and you want to read the rest of it and you go to reorder it, yeah. Mm -hmm. Civil War still in print? Oh, oh, I think that's actually, okay, yeah. Good, good, yeah. good, 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 good. I retract some of my shittiness on that. Some of it. I'm going to leave like 20% of the shittiness out there. Yeah, Marvel doesn't keep a lot of things in print, but Civil yeah. War is yes. one they keep in print. Yeah, it's it's Civil War. Yeah. I mean, it's... None of that non-amicable war. <laughs> And in Family Gauntlet's another one they keep in print pretty well, too. Because, as we know, that's a thing that is going to be real. And that was another big rumor that came out this past week. Is they're saying, hey, possibility of Sony giving Marvel back the rights to do Spider-Man in the Infinity War series of movies. I don't know how I mm. feel about that. What do you guys think? Is it going to be the same kid? They haven't, I mean, they haven't said. It's just the rights. So, I know some people like Andrew Garfield. I like Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Um, yeah, I like him a lot as Spider-Man. Is it too confusing if you go, hey, we're going to have Andrew Garfield be Spider-Man? But then maybe those other two movies don't count. This is a case of all I will believe it yeah. when I see it happen. Yeah. I mean, they're still planning on doing like a fucking Sinister Six movie and weird shit like that, which I'm like, I don't. I'll yeah. believe that when I see it too. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like like a lot of these things. Um, like, you, well, even the Fantastic Four movie. At this point, I'll believe the Fantastic Four movie when it fucking comes out. Because that thing... <laughs> that, that thing sounds like the fucking Titanic. Like... <laughs> Have they even no, filmed any of that? No, they're reshooting it. I... They're in reshoots. The most... Yeah, it wow. was done until someone told them, no, this yeah. sucks, go yeah, make more. <laughs> The most, <laughs> the highest praise I've heard from it was apparently was an unnamed studio executive saying it's not all bad. <laughs> yeah, and when a studio too. executive tells you it's not all bad, that's when you got to know. Sometimes you got to kill the patient, Doctor Govorkian. You know, you're like, fuck, <laughs> we got to start over. Let's get a new guy because fuck this shit. Yeah. I don't know, like, that's, that's a weird thing. I mean, I don't, I mean, is that even a thing? Are we even going to want Avengers movies after Infinity War Part 2? Mm, it, it, it depends. Who's just, we? If they're good, yeah, I'm assuming I mean. yes. 
won't at that point... I mean, fuck, we rebooted Spider-Man after three movies. We got two movies. We may be about to reboot it again. Fantastic Four got two movies. We're going to reboot it. Batman got three movies. We're going to reboot that. Superman had a bunch of movies. He had one movie that wasn't good. We waited a bunch of time. We rebooted that. We're getting a shitload of Marvel movies. Are we really going to just continue making them, or are we going to just, like, go, fuck it, this is the end of it? I think it'll really depend on the box office, because, like, the movies you were listing, like, Spider-Man, by the end, got... Spider-Man 3 is super shitty. Fantastic Four, super shitty. Batman, I'm on... I don't like that third movie... A lot of people do, but you can see that's the end of Christopher yeah. Nolan's story. Superman got really <laughs> shitty. Superman, they were like, yeah, they so were like it, kind of crossing their fingers, and then they were like, ah, shit. I think it really depends on how the quality of these movies go. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, because you're talking about two, in a way, you're talking about two different things. Because if you want to talk about box office, Spider-Man Three made a shitload of money. True. I mean, it's yeah. like, we don't want to talk about it, but it did. But then there were just... We were, we were still all drunk off Spider-Man yeah. 2. We didn't no, know any better. No, I saw Spider-Man yeah. 3 in the theater twice that weekend. Because oh, God, I couldn't believe what I'd seen the night before. And I needed <laughs> to, like, see it again. I never actually saw it in the theater. Mm. No, um, no, no! I remember, I remember that night vividly. It's yeah. the chosen one. No, no, no! Because <laughs> I remember, we all went as like a midnight screening, and I remember sitting next to Tony, yep. who I believe may have indulged in some substances uh, before seeing this film. <laughs> yeah, I know. To me, because uh, everything in the movie to him was really funny, and so it's like I was like, <laughs> "Is he fucking this movie up for me?" Like. But then again, it's like I'm looking at him. No, I was laughing yeah, exactly, at how bad that was. Yeah, it's like I'm was. looking at him and I'm distracted by you. But then I'm looking at the movie and I'm like, but this doesn't seem right though, because I think he's dancing. <laughs> but then wait, Tony's laughing. Why is Tony <laughs> laughing? Wait, this motherfucker is still dancing. What the fuck? <laughs> is this a real thing? I'm looking back at Tony. Tony's laughing. He's probably laughing because this guy's dancing. Is he dancing? Yeah, he's dancing. So I was just very confused. And I remember coming up. Sometimes when movies are no, terrible, and that's I laugh fair. Like you, it's yeah, a defense you, mechanism. You weren't wrong. Like that's the thing. Like you, you were not. You were not incorrect. And so it's like I came home, and the next morning, my now ex-wife was like, "So was it good?" And I was like, "Ah, I don't know." But I think it was bad. <laughs> I don't, because I remember the other movies were. Like, yeah, exactly. Because like, the it. other movies were good, and then, like, maybe the one that we saw was bad. Maybe that was, like, the, like you know, sometimes, like, you get, like, a bin of apples, and there's a bad apple. So it's like, yeah. You don't like them apples. You don't like them apples. Like them apples. <laughs> um, you know, I'm just like, I don't. 
and so we went to see it the next day, and then, yeah, like, in the light of day, I was like, oh, this is, this is bad. Oh, gosh. Oh, jeez. I mean, it wasn't like Fantastic Four 2. Like, again, like, I, like, we went to go see Fantastic Four 2. That was like, you know, kids, sometimes when you get married, you have to do things like, well, it's my birthday, so I get to pick the movie that we go see. The movie I got to pick was Fantastic Four 2. So, yeah, fast oh, forward sucks. two hours and coming out of the theater and I'm like, I'm sorry. I, di- I don't, I don't, I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, that one, Fantastic know. Four 2, that's an easy call. You're like 30 minutes in and you're like, motherfucker. God. All right. Shit. Is that Brian Posehn? Well, that's cool. But, ah, shit. Oh, boy. He's a cloud. He's a fucking cloud. I, I just can't get image out of my head of Tad in a movie theater, just getting louder and louder, just going, oh, yeah. oh shucks. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, geez. Oh, jeez. Oh, that was... <laughs> Until eventually yeah. he's escorted no, out. No lie, that was me watching Star Trek Into Darkness. I was like, no, he's not. Because, no, because I said, you mother... God damn it! No, well, with with Star Trek, it was much more abrupt. It was just no, one of those no, 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 no. Yeah, no! and then I just like, <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, that's like that was probably the most legit con scream you actually got in the whole movie. And then I just sat with my arms crossed and upset the whole movie. It's just like whatever. It's bullshit. Fucking movie's mm-hmm. bullshit. I, I like mean, that movie. I, I, I like that. Movie I, you too, know what? Actually. I should. I should watch it again now that I know. Well, it's on fucking Netflix. I mean, shit, what's it going to cost me? Time? I got nothing but... No, actually, my time is, like, I'm really stressed out. Yeah, it is. Pretty valuable. It's pretty valuable. Yeah. I don't get a lot of sleep. Um, but fuck it, I'll watch that movie again. Why not? Football's almost over. Um, but yeah, like... Eh. It's like I recently watched rewatched uh, Speed Racer. Still a good, still fucking a good movie. movie. Yeah, good fucking film. I bought that. That was one of the first movies I bought on Blu-ray. That movie is great. Oh, I've got an HD TV. Yeah, and you'll and you'll enjoy it yeah. because that's a fu- like you can't watch that movie in fucking standard definition. Fuck you. Come on. If you missed it in the theater, I'm sorry. Like, you're probably a child. Yeah. But, I mean, Kelly, did you see it in the theater? I've God actually never seen damn it. it. You should watch it. Yeah. You should watch that after you read we fucking Do them both at the same time. <laughs> It'll blow your fucking mind. Um, he's not going to be able to read Transmit on as many mushrooms as he'll need to yeah, appreciate Speed Racer. Racer. Oh, man. Yeah, Speed Racer was amazing. Were, they were on some whole other level of shit. I'm just saying, it's some bright colors. Yeah, yeah a lot like of colors. That's a joke. Yeah. Which we actually, I did not hear until I watched it at home when I owned it on regular DVD. Because we were laughing so hard during the end of that scene. Like, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, you'll get... Because it's, it's like when you watch Avengers and when Hulk smashes Loki... And he says, puny God, like no one in the theater first time through. No one heard, no one heard that, that joke because you're losing your shit at how hilarious that scene is. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, we're uh, we're, uh, we're we're getting close to what. Uh, what do we? Would uh, any anything else anybody want to cover before we take off? Everybody needs to play Alien oh, Isolation. Yeah. Nobody's mm. played it, and everybody needs to. No, and you've got you've got that for your for your four, right? Yeah, I'm playing it on PS4 right now. I don't. I mean, you know, obviously we're we're approaching time. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time with it. But oh my god, this game! I haven't had a horror game get under my skin like this since Eternal Darkness. It made me literally drop the controller and shout, "Oh nice. fuck!" <laughs> I here's here's the thing that I told Travis earlier, and mm. this this is interesting. If if you know me and any of my political stances, the whole the, the the premise is that you're you're Ripley's daughter, and you're on this space station trying to find the Nostromo flight logs, but there is an alien, and it will fucking kill you. Like there's no. You can't outrun it. You cannot fight it. You have a bunch of weapons, but they're basically all cantrips. And it is terrifying. So you're, like, you know, creeping around, like, all hunched over and whatever. And I've, I, had, I found myself having the thought of, oh, great. Uh, uh, yet another entry in the, the typical blubbering, terrified, scared woman uh, main character scenario and then after a moment i realized that it it, it was me who was blubbering scared <laughs> like, and the character's actually holding together okay but i was whimpering and like peeking out around corners doing the whole oh god oh, oh god oh god it's there oh oh fuck and and that's how immersive the game was i actually thought i was a woman <laughs> um <laughs> Oh, uh, that's fair. That's when you know you got a good game. Yeah, I've. It. I feel like Alien Isolation is one of those games where it's like everybody talks about it leading up to it, and then the game comes out, and then you don't hear anything anymore. Yeah, everyone slept on it. Apparently, like I'm. Almost nobody I've talked to has played it, and that's a travesty because it is great. It is. I, I haven't played a survival horror game that actually made me afraid and longer than I can remember. Like seriously, all the survival horror games anymore are always like Left for Dead or you know, like something like really high action based. And this is, I mean, you you can engage in combat occasionally, but you really do not want to. Yeah. So yeah, Man, I out, can't wait to beat this. Oh my god, I. There's so much cool stuff that happened that I don't want to tell anyone about because spoilers, but, like, there's some really amazing, amazing scenes in that game. All right, well, I'll definitely, once I, you know, scrape together enough food stamps to get a PS4. Um, it is available on 360 and Steam and PS3. Yeah, you know, I... so. I mean, it's it's beautiful on current gen. Don't get me wrong; it's fucking gorgeous. But you can't play it on. I, on I will systems. say this: when I was at the Fly Hard Compound in Tennessee, um, and I got to watch Junkle and Alex play on their PS4s. Like I watched, I watched them play Advanced Warfare. I watched them play. One of the things that I watched them play was the Game of Thrones Telltale game. And that was mm. really cool. Like that was a lot of fun. Like that's like I, 
And I watched. I've. I, I. I sort of played a little bit of the Walking Dead one, um, but then I watched mm-hmm. some of the like the later version of the like the first season of Walking Dead and the beginning of the second season of Walking Dead. Uh, but then I watched Alex play through. I didn't think it was the whole episode that was currently out. So like I watched her go through the whole thing, and then shit happens, and we were all like, "Oh damn!" Um, but then I came home, and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna want to play this eventually. These games aren't that expensive. Let me buy it on my PS3." And also, since I know the decisions that she made, I'll make different decisions. And so I played it on my PS3, and this is like a week after, like like the week I get home. And I will say that the quality lag between the two was significant. So it's like, when you're telling me how awesome it is on PS4, it makes me want to just be like, nah, dude, I'm a wait on PS4. Because that's, that's you can fair. the same thing about Destiny. Like, I watched you guys play Destiny when I was there, too. I mean, granted, it was boring as shit for her, for reasons. Um, but the game was beautiful. And it's like, yeah, I could get Destiny for PS3, but, you know, I could also shoot heroin into my cock. I don't really want to do either one, you know? Now, well... I know. Yeah. It's a good time. <laughs> On that lovely note, I think that's the show. Um, yeah, we got anything else? No? Bollocks. Bollocks. All right. Bollocks to the... Awesome to have you on the program. Uh, yeah. Always great Always to be here. here. I'm glad that we could finally get you. We were trying to get you back for a while. Um, yeah, I need to get back. I need yes. to get on here more often. Faux show. For those that don't know... And now they know, uh, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Comic Kelly with only one K. Uh, I write for PanelFunPages.com, put stuff out there somewhere around once a week, maybe more, depending on how creative I'm feeling. Uh, I just launched uh, yesterday. Uh, myself and Michael Melkor revitalized PCW and Pop once again has a wrestling Ooh, podcast. Wow, how about that? So is that is that yeah. the reason why Jared's not here this week? Because he heard you guys took his gig and he was like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> well, maybe. I mean, I, I don't... I don't want to talk not about here the to feuds we're planning. Yes. We're, talk, we're, we're planning gotcha. stuff. I don't want to... I like it. I want to predict a heel <laughs> turn or anything. but uh... Those are terms I understand. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I know what a term there is. There you go. And now Tony understands <laughs> the terms that I'm using even better. Yeah. So for this time around in PCW, we're pretty much only talking about wrestling that we're enjoying. So, not so a lot right. of WWE talk right now. Yeah. So it's mostly like what, like like uh, NXT stuff like that. Stuff from yeah. Japan. Yeah. All right. Cool. Real wrestling. Yeah. Wrestling. All right. Well, that's awesome. That's the show. Yeah, check out New PCW. Check out Kelly uh, on the internet. Um, and we'll be here, like, next week. I don't know. Maybe we'll have Jared back. Um, maybe other stuff will happen. I don't know. Maybe we'll go a little nuts. We'll see, what, uh, we'll see what's up. 
But, um, yeah. Awesome. We'll talk to you guys later. Peace. This has been a presentation of Superfly Comics and Games. Find out more by going to superflycomics.com where you can buy digital comics for your comicology. Superfly ships worldwide with free shipping in Ohio, and Superfly podcast listeners get 20% off their purchases. You can also shop with them through their store on eBay. Follow the hosts on Twitter at Superfly Comics, Twilight Tony, Real King Travis, JFX316, and Demon Weasel. Plus, you can use the hashtag Superfly Podcast when talking about the show. Get in touch with us via email at superflycomics at gmail.com through Superfly Comics and Games on Facebook. For Jared's music, search for JFX316 on Google. For Thatcher's writing, go to demonweasel.com. You can find all the shows at the Podcast Network on pcn.panelsonpage.com, and you can click the subscribe tab to get the show through iTunes or another podcast service. Plus, you can search for us directly on iTunes, TalkShoe, and Stitcher, where you can leave us a five-star review for awesomeness. Um... That shit's bananas. Wait, I forgot how to spell that. How's that spelled? <laughs> this is literally going to be the entire show. We're not going to do it. We're not gonna Might as well it. be. You're gonna be the oh, one shit, show. I'm on fire. I'm on fire. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely 100% killing the show <laughs> Just okay. show here and put out what we've talked about so far. The show. <laughs> he was on fire. I was talking about a good fire earlier. And then he's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, when does the hurting stop? Oh. Yeah, well, you're not the well, one that was on fire. <laughs> Yeah. I'm drinking. That's the only thing. Thatcher, everyone yeah, around the world. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think Adele had a song like that. Oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> I heard I Tony pop the top. Yeah, we know I heard party it, too. Time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.